Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, VP listeners of the Bible Reading Podcast. Today is Monday, December 12th. I'm Kim Hauer, and this week I'm joined with um, Joy Rivera. And I'm super excited about this week. I hope you all are too. I know we've heard her husband, Ruben, a few times on the podcast, if you've been listening. Um, So now we get to hear what my husband would say is the better half. So (laughs) I like that men refer to their wives as the better half. Great intro. <laughs> yes. So, Joy, would you just share a little bit about yourself so that our listeners can kind of know who you are and what you do? Thank you, Kim. As she said, I'm Joy Rivera. My husband is Ruben. We have four lovely children, busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm actually a stay-at-home mom right now. I'm doing. We're doing homeschooling. That's a fun adventure, but it's been great. Um, and, you know, just trying to follow God and, and follow after his heart and glorify him as a family. Yeah, and I think you both exemplify that well. Um, I just recently, those maybe who weren't at church didn't notice, but you had your youngest um, dedicated, right? You had yours dedicated. The other ladies did baptism. So, um, and I just thought the letter that you wrote was so spot on. Um, I think it really conveyed your heart for God and your heart for your kids. And um, wow, I was just blown away. Thank you. I think I do better writing than speaking. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> well, good. Um, I think you were going to do great. So I look forward to just learning more about you throughout this week um, with all the different prompts that we have. So thank you again for joining me. Um, for those who know uh, the Bible Reading Podcast, we're doing it a little differently. We're doing the Discovery Bible series still. Um, but this, of course, is the beginning of the third week of Advent. Um, I thought our scriptures would tie more to that. They don't really this week. So <laughs> unless somebody else sees this, the theme differently than I do. But um, the third week of Advent is really the week of joy. And I thought, well, how crazy is that? Like, even though our <laughs> scriptures don't necessarily focus on that aspect, um, your name is Joy. And so we get to celebrate you in the week of joy in Advent. So I thought that was kind of a cool connection. Um, it's also known as the shepherd's candle. Um, I'm not sure I understand 100% that part of it, but um, I think it was mostly just that the shepherds were extremely overjoyed, you know, after the angels visited them. And then um, they went to see baby Jesus. And then they went joyfully to their community and just spoke of the good news and the excitement, but then they went immediately back and just praised God. Um, And I think that that heart of joy and excitement about who God is, who Jesus is, um, is something that I would like to capture probably more than what I normally do. So I like that it's a good reminder. Yes, perfect reminder. I know I need to, we get caught up in the mundane and sometimes joy goes up by the wayside and we need to be intentional about seeking that. Yeah, yeah, love it. Um, so our scripture for today is uh, from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 through 16. Not a terribly long one. Um, was actually just a couple weeks ago, uh, one that Matt preached on. So um, 
I think it's kind of cool that we have this section again. It will be familiar, hopefully. Um, and I asked Joy to read that today, so she agreed. All right. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Thank you. Nice and short. Um, were you reading that out of the, is that the NIV? NIV, yep. Yeah, I have the NLT pulled up, um, mostly because when I read it before, I had things highlighted. So I thought I'd stick with that one. Um, but I do like the NIV, the way some of the wording is, um, I don't know, just maybe not easier to understand, but I mm -hmm. think some of the words maybe are more closely tied to the original. Um, and maybe we'll get into that in our discussion. But yes. For the Discovery Bible study, we're asking three questions. First, what does the passage say about God? And then what does it say about people or ourselves? And then finally, what can I obey? What can I um, cling to as a promise or something like that? So we're going to just go through those questions. All right. Um, first one, what did you discover about God? Something new in the scripture that just kind of stood out to you? Um, I just love the reemphasis. I mean, it's not necessarily new. I know this, but just that um, Jesus can sympathize with us because he's been through trials, temptations, sufferings. He knows what we're going through even better than we do <laughs> in a strange way. Um, but yet he was without sin in, in his um, earthly life here, and he's with us while we're in our temptations and trials. He's holy. He's superior to the um, earthly high priests. Um, and uh, I think it's it just is huge for me to to think about how Jesus is with me through all of those things, and yeah. He's with all of us. Yeah, I had a lot the same thing, um, and I think that's what I loved about the NIV version is that it said He sympathizes with us. Mm -hmm. In the NLT, it says He understands our weaknesses, and I don't know that that conveys maybe quite the strength and depth mm -hmm. of sympathizing right. with, um, at least that emotion seems to me more closely tied to how I feel like Jesus actually not just understands, but like he was there, you know, he's experienced the exact same things that we have. Yes. Um, and so to understand, but also sympathize with us, um, I think, yeah, that's one thing that I just stood out to me about who God is, you yes. know, and obviously Jesus is God. So the fact that he understands and he sympathizes with us, um, through our temptations and our mm -hmm. weaknesses, um, just a good reminder yes. to me. And that his throne is a throne of grace. Yeah. Um, Cause sometimes when I think about like God's, when I imagine his throne in, in my mind, it's like, I'm sure it's nothing near what it actually is, and I'm intimidated, and I feel like I can't, I'm, I shy away from it. It's kind of scary, maybe, but his throne is a throne of grace, and we can approach him with confidence. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that imagery, because you're right, I have that same mindset of the throne being this big king Yeah, <laughs> that nobody dares go near. Right. You know, but it's, it's not that at all. You know, well, that's not what it's intended to be, so... Well, how about um, 
What did you learn about people or was there something that, you know, stood out to you that spoke to you about who you are or, um, yeah, just people in general? Yeah. Um, just being able to approach him with confidence. Um, but it's not based on my worthiness or my merit, but on what Jesus did. Um, we need his mercy because of our sin. And I know I need his grace every single day, especially, um, being a mom, you know, just, uh, my own anger sometimes gets in the way of things and I need his grace. I need his mercy every day. If I don't have that, I'm, (laughs) I'm nothing. And it's just a good reminder that I can, I need to go to him every day for that and, and rely on him daily. Yeah, that's a good one. You're right. As the mom of four kids and it's just busy and, um, very tiring. Yes. At that stage. <laughs> um, and out of being tired, we sometimes act out of anger and frustration. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't want to be that for our kids. So you're right. We need God's grace um, just to wash over us and um, and mercy and forgiveness when we act human. Yes. You know, and we know Jesus understood that, you know, sympathizes with that. So that's very cool. Um, I'm looking at my notes and... I just have um, that Jesus was the great high priest, so it seems like that's about God. Um, But he's the great high priest, but really we are his heirs, and we are also to be high priests, not to the extent, obviously, that he is, Mm -hmm. um, but just that, you know, high priests were held to a very high standard before Jesus. Um, And so to think that the people who are high priests before had an extremely high standard. That same standard was set for Jesus. Obviously, he nailed it, um, <laughs> you know, quite literally. But um, just the ultimate sacrifice and the high priests were the ones who were offering sacrifices. And so I just think like as we are also kind of high priests in that we're supposed to be um, kind of like a little bit of a mediator in some regard mm-hmm. for others, Um I just, like, for me, I'm just, just reminded, like, okay, do I sacrifice for anybody else? You know, yeah. like, obviously my family, I think I do, but um, people outside of that, do I do I sacrifice anything of mine mm-hmm. for somebody else? So I think, like, that to me was something that just kind of struck me is that, like, he, Jesus was the ultimate high priest, the ultimate sacrifice, and I'm called to be like that. Yes. Um so that to me was a bit of a challenge. Yeah, that's great. You you made me think of it in a way that I hadn't thought of it as reading it myself. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, the final one. Was there something after reading this that you said, I could um, obey this or I could cling to this promise or um, a tangible thing that you could do after reading Scripture? Because obviously we're supposed to read Scripture, mm-hmm. but then follow through. Follow through is not my strong suit. I first to admit that. <laughs> I, I'm there with you. So, <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one in that boat or camp, whatever you want to call it. But, um, but something that you felt like you could really take forward. Something that really stood out to me was um, I just need to hold firmly to the faith that I profess. Um, and I guess I touched on this earlier, but just uh, continually going to God daily, like, throughout the day, not just once, but like throughout the day, because I continually need his mercy and his grace. Um, 
and just sharing, then sharing that grace with others, uh, my children, and um, and just recognizing that I'm not enough, but He is, and His throne is a throne of grace, like we said, um, for those with repentant hearts. Yeah, that's good. I had, um, and probably because I highlighted it, um, and the reason why I highlighted it, I'm sure before, that I'm not a journaler, so I can't, and I can't in my app, but... Um, I'm quite certain that the reason why this stood out to me was because I am not good at this. Like in verse 16, it says in the NLT, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. And I just want to step into that boldness. Uh, I think as you mentioned, right, that throne seems somewhat intimidating, but really it's a throne of grace and mercy. Um, And Jesus died so that we could come to that throne just as he does. Like he goes before his father in heaven and comes to that throne, sits at the right hand of God. And he died so that we could do the same. You know, we can come to him boldly and courageously. And I think sometimes I'm a little meek and mild and a little timid. Like I don't want to, I don't know, upset him or I don't want to um, make a fool of myself um, before his throne. Right. You know, um, I get caught up in myself in that regard. And I think for me, that was my challenge was, may I come boldly before God's throne? I like that word boldly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really what I have. I don't know what that looks like as I think through that, like, it sounds great. I don't know how sometimes to act, not really act like actor, but how do I live that out? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to be better at my prayers of praying bold prayers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that was one way that I thought of is to not use the common prayers of God bless me and my family. Yes. Because um, it's very, that's very benign. It's very like, there's nothing concrete to that to mm-hmm. say. I mean, there's some financial maybe blessing that I could say is concrete, but sure. that's not really what I'm looking for. So when I say bless my family, I want more than just financial wealth or health, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I want to be able to call that out. And to me, that's maybe what more boldly looks like. Oh, that's great. So. And I think you can see that with your own daughters. I can see like maybe praying for blessings, but I see the ways that um, they're growing too. And, and I'm, I hope I can help guide my children in the way that I've seen you do with yours and, <laughs> And we need God's boldness for that, for sure. (laughs) Yes, we do, right? we got to be strong and courageous Mm -hmm. and stand firm in our faith. I think that was something that we're very easy, like, to go with the tide, you know, go with the flow. um, And the waves can bring us in and bring us out. Mm -hmm. um, But if you stand firm, you're not going to be as susceptible to that. So I liked the the challenge to stand firm in your faith. Know what you believe. Mm -hmm. um, Know why you believe it. And um, just stand firm in that. And I think then the blessings come, you know, God honors yeah. that. So uh, there's your challenges for today. May you stand firm in your faith, know what you believe deep down in your heart so that when those storms come or whatever waves come, that you can stand firm. Um, and don't be afraid to go boldly before God. He's asking us to. Yes. <laughs> So with that, um, I guess we will wrap it up for today. 
And we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you have a great Monday. See you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.